Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A It's time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Brewers on Tap as we continue to social distance and adjust to all the different health protocols with Major League Baseball. We're also within a week of the season getting started. How about that? It has been amazing. A lot of the news in terms of testing has been positive, and so we're trending in a good direction. And a week from today is opening day for the Milwaukee Brewers championship season in Chicago against the Chicago Cubs. It doesn't get much more exciting than that. We've been waiting for this for quite a while. Remember, we were within a couple of weeks of opening up the season back in March, and everybody was excited, and then spring training had to end. And then we all went into quarantine, and we all tried to do our best to stay safe and healthy. And now we're at a point where the season looks like it is just days away, and that is a fun thing to be able to say. Brewers have had a good summer camp, almost two weeks into this camp so far, and not surprisingly, it's been impressive the way that Craig Council and his staff have run things. It's been incredibly organized, it's been very competitive, and it has been very productive. And I think we've had some storylines emerge out of camp so far. Corbin Burns is an exciting arm in the Brewers camp so far in summer camp, and that's not too surprising because everybody's seen what his arm is capable of, but we tend to think about 2019 with Corbin Burns and forget about 2018. He was one of the dominant relievers on the Brewers roster in 2018 as a rookie. Everybody assumed that his future was as a starting pitcher, and I still think that it is as a starting pitcher. He earned a spot in the rotation in 2019. It did not go as planned, but he didn't take much time after the season ended to try to fix everything. He went straight to work after a week of off time after the season ended and has spent a ton of time trying to get himself right. And he looked much better this spring when he showed back up. He looked like a guy much closer to 2018 than the guy in 2019. But so far in summer camp, he's looked like a really special pitcher. Now, hey, it's an inter-squad game. You don't want to take too much out of that. But at the same time, his command has looked really good. And the fastball command for Corbin Burns is an important thing, being able to, to put that fastball where he wants to put it and not to miss over the middle where he gave up a lot of home runs over the course of the year last year. He has a very good fastball, great velocity, really special slider. He has a curveball as well. He'll mix in. A little bit of a changeup once in a while, but Corbin Burns has a very good arsenal. He has a lot of pitches at his disposal, a lot of really good pitches, and he still has a chance to be a really special pitcher in that Brewers rotation. If he can take the jump, you know, I always kind of refer to the Brandon Woodruff jump. Brandon Woodruff came up at the end of 2017, looked very good in 2018, kind of settled into some different roles, ended up pitching out of the bullpen a little bit, then started some games in the postseason, kind of a, a hybrid role from Brandon Woodruff, maybe similar from Brandon Woodruff in 2018 to what Adrian Hauser had in 2019, where they pitched a little bit out of the bullpen, a little bit out of the rotation. And so you can look at what Brandon Woodruff was able to do last year being put 
into the starting rotation from day one, settling in and just really turning into a dominant pitcher before it was all said and done. And you can hope for the same from Adrian Hauser and from whom we've been talking about, Corbin Burns potentially as well. Those two guys, even if it's just one of them, but they both seem to be positioned to take that next step. Hauser's coming off a very good year. 372 ERA, 111 innings, bouncing back and forth, and then finishing the year in the rotation. Burns is coming off a very disappointing year, but I think he worked hard, and I think he has the stuff to be elite and to be really special before it's all said and done. So you have some really intriguing young arms for the Brewers in this rotation. And then, of course, you had the veterans in Brett Anderson and Josh Lindblom. And then you have another intriguing arm like a Freddie Peralta that could be vying for a spot as well with this Brewers team. So it's going to be really fun, and it's going to be really interesting to see it all shake out before it's said and done. We have a great show for you. We're excited about it. We're going to talk to Brock Holt, the newest member of the Brewers. He's going to join me for a one-on-one exclusive interview in just a few moments. So we're excited about that. But we also have some news to pass along. This is important news. The Johnsonville Famous Racing Sausages are taking their show on the road this year. The Brewers announced on Friday that the beloved sausages are going to adopt a travel schedule to start the year, showing up at a variety of surprise locations throughout the Milwaukee area to stage the cherished sixth inning tradition. On select home dates, a race from a different, unique location will be shown on the scoreboard in the middle of the sixth frame, and it'll also be shared via Brewers' social media. Now, fans can participate in this race location selection process by visiting brewers.com slash racing sausages and explaining why the sausages should visit their suggested venue. Locations must be within an hour's drive of the city of Milwaukee and accommodate an outdoor race of a minimum 300 feet. Submission deadline is July 31. Of, of course, this year. That should be fun. I'm looking forward to those. That's going to be a good time. All right, let's jump into it. Our conversation with Brewers utility man, Brock Holt. Let's break it down. Brock Holt is our guest on Brewers on Tap. And Brock, a new member of the Brewers this year, which is a weird year to be a new member of a team because you had a few weeks in spring training and then everybody was apart again. And now being back together again, the rules are a little bit different. How has this gone as being a new member of a club with all the different rules that are in place now? Yeah, you know what? It's been, you know, you think about it. And if you would, would have told me that, that this is the way things would go, I'd, I'd, I'd be a little concerned. But um, it's been great, man. It's been great. I, I felt like, you know, showing up in spring training, um, the guys welcomed me. Uh, made me feel comfortable and um, it's just a it's just a great group of of guys um, you know and there's a lot of new guys you know so it's not like I'm I'm the only one you know but um, I feel like everybody kind of kind of messed there in spring training and 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 we were off you know off to a, a good start and obviously things got shut down and um, things picked right back up whenever we got here to to Milwaukee so you know I think it's a good good group to be a part of um, you know, I'm happy to happy to be a part of it, and um, you know, we're we're uh, we're doing the best we can right now in the, in the situation that 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 we're in. But uh, things have gone smoothly, um, and you know, we're ready to to get this thing going. You know, you had a reputation of being a great teammate, um, a great team chemistry, and a guy kind of 
a glue guy when you were Austin and with the Brewers has been great team chemistry and it starts and stops with Craig Council. He has a great reputation for being able to instill that culture. So I'm sure you heard about all those things before you ended up signing with the Brewers. But in a situation like this, it seems like those types of quality qualities really rise to the top. These are even more important in situations like we're in, right? Yeah, I think so, man. And I think we've got a lot of a lot of those guys. Um, you know, like I said, you know, a lot of new guys, uh, a lot of roster turnover from from the previous years. But um, that's been one thing that's that's kind of been, you know, from the outside looking in on 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 these Brewers teams is is how you know how uh, close they were, you know, and 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 it seemed like everybody was you know, getting along and, and root for each other. And, and, and that's a big, that's a big deal, man, in baseball. Like we spend so much time together that um, um, it's, a, it's an important guys just fit, just fit in. And, and uh, a lot of baseball players who, who want to play the game and, and who just want to win. And, and that's big. I mean, we've got, you know, so, so guard comes to mind, Jerko, um, Smokey's new. Um, I'm just naming some of the new guys, but you, you add those to, to guys like Yelich and, and, and Low Kane and, um, and guys like that, man, it's, it's just a good group, good group of guys who, um, you know, who, who, who love playing the game and, and, um, yeah, that's, that's going to be huge in, in, in the shortened season and, um, and a weird season, like a lot of curveballs being thrown. We, we don't know what's going to happen from day to day. So, um, you know, just being just being ready to to go and and being there for each other and and um, yeah, man, it's it's just a good good solid group to be a be a part of and um, you know I'm happy to be here. With all the new rules in place, Brock, we can all look at them on paper and say, yeah, we're good with that. Let's go get it. But at the same time, you have to go kind of live it and make it part of a new habit, if you will, with all the different rules that are in place with social distancing and no spitting and all those types of things. With all the health protocols in place, now that you've been doing this for a couple of weeks, how much more comfortable are you with it today than you were maybe on day one or day two and you were still kind of figuring everything out? Yeah, I mean, I think from the beginning, I was pretty skeptical as to how it was all going to work. Um, but I feel like once we get to the field, I mean, aside from, you know, not everyone being in, in the clubhouse together and, and um, you know, having kind of numbers on people in the training room and people in the weight room and um, different areas where we have to, like, you know, get, get loose or get ready. Like, they've got designated spots. And um, I feel like it, it feels pretty normal. Um, and then obviously wearing the masks and stuff. But um, I feel like once we get to the field, you know, it feels, it feels like baseball. Um, and the Brewers have done a, you know, medical staff, training staff, coaching staff, man, those, those guys have done a great job for us to, to kind of make it seem as normal as possible. Um, and you make it, it's, it's been running very smoothly. Um, and those guys, man, like I do, I, I do not envy, you know, some, some of their, some of their their duties what they have to do um as far as like medical staff training staff i mean those guys are busting their busting their ass for us every day um so it can it can be as 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 easy or as smooth as possible and um so you know we have them to thank but um once we get to the field it's 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 pretty 
you know, it seems pretty normal. Um, you know, obviously there's a little, there's, there's a few things that, that are a little different, but, um, but man, I'm surprised. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm surprised. I didn't think that it would, it would feel normal. You know, I feel like all these different rules would, would, um, you know, I, I didn't, didn't feel like it would feel the same. Uh, but, but it has, man, once you get to the field and obviously every other day we have to spin into a little tube and, um, you know, that's a little different, but, um, once you get that, I mean, it's, you actually, I mean, we, we eat, eat our breakfasts and our lunches and stuff in, in the concourse overlooking the field, like, do you know, so, um, there's a lot of differences, but obviously it's, it's, it's kind of cool to, you know, to kind of be a part of this and kind of just go with the flow, man, just every, every day something could change and, um, you know, we're doing the best we can. You have spent time in the National League and the American League, a little bit of time with the Pirates, and then, of course, uh, such a, a great career. It, the, the question of are you going to be comfortable going back to the National League is less relevant now because there's going to be a DH universally. So, in your opinion, what's the trade-off there in terms of in the National League, without a DH, you might have had some opportunities to get some late-inning ABs as a pinch hitter, which is kind of nice when you have positional versatility like yourself. However, you're probably going to have a chance to be in the lineup more regularly because there is a DH and the way that that shakes out. So wh where do you fall in that argument right now? Man, I'm team, I'm team DH. I, I've, I think I've always been team DH. I, uh, you know, obviously you get more of an opportunity to get in games and stuff. Um, you know, with the pitcher hitting, you know, you got to be locked in and ready to go. But, man, sometimes, sometimes those late bats are hard, man. Man, you're coming, you're coming in with, yeah, with, I mean, I, I mean, nowadays everybody's, everybody's pretty elite, you know, with their stuff. But those back end of the bullpen guys are, I mean, they're, I mean, if you're not in the game and, I mean, you can try and be as ready as you can by hitting in the cage and, you know, you doing this or doing that, trying to trying to stay ready. But if you're not if you're not in the game and you, you you go in against one of those guys, man, it's tough. I mean, it's it's tough coming off the bench, regardless. But and then you're facing someone throwing as hard as guys are throwing now with with the secondary pitches that they have. But I've just always been uh, I've always been Team DH. I mean, get a guy in there that can is supposed to hit, you know. And um, I mean, it, I think it just saves. You know, I feel like if I was a pitcher, too, I would – I mean, I guess hitting for them is fun just because they don't ever get to do it. But if I was a pitcher, man, I would just be like, man, just why do, why do I got to do this, you know? Just let me pitch. And, um, you know, it's obviously more strategy involved in the National League game. But um, I'm, t I'm team DH, and, uh, you know, I'm one of those guys who, who's hoping that, you know, both leagues end up having it, you know, soon. I, I, I think that's the – the way we're kind of moving but um I feel like both leagues should be the same you know you know I think it'll be cool it'll give some guys obviously you know this year in the National League opportunities to to get off their feet and and uh you know kind of have a day I think it'll be good for for a lot of guys Brock Holt is our guest here on Brewers on Tap Brock I want to ask you about getting the chance to play with Christian Yelich you played with Mookie Betts the last few years so um you know one of the top three to five players in the game, Mookie Betts for sure, Christian Yelich in that same class. What did playing with Mookie Betts teach you or 
help you learn about what it might be like to play with Christian Yelich. It's fun. I, I, I think that, yeah. that's it. It's fun to play with guys like that. Yeah, no, I mean, you said it. Um, you know, I've always been a fan of Christian, just watching him play. Um, but, but yeah, like you said, playing with Mookie for as long as I've got to play with him, man, he's, you know, just, just as good of, of a person off the field as he is on the field. And so watching guys like that just go out and get the job done every single day, um, you know, it, it, it's fun to watch and, and you're glad they're on your team, but, uh, it can be frustrating at times. It's like, man, how can he be that much better than I am, you know? And that's just the reality of things, man, is that some people are better at that things than others. But, um, you know, Travis would FaceTime and stuff and, you know, talk to Yelich a little bit. And, um, I'm excited to watch him play. Obviously, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. But, um, you know, it, it's it's cool to, you know, see those guys from afar and then and then get into the same clubhouse. And Yelich is – He's one of the best in, in, in the game. Brock, uh, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Welcome to Milwaukee. I know times are different, so you haven't been able to explore the city like you'd maybe like, maybe normally want to, but um, hopefully you'll get some opportunities to check out what's a great city in the summer while you're here this year and then next year as well. So we appreciate it. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Like I said, we've got a good crew, good group of guys, and it, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, and, and I'm happy to be here. So um looking forward to getting this thing going we've got a about another week and then we'll start playing some real games but um it's gonna be fun man it's gonna be fun i'm, I'm happy to be a brewer for sure and thank you to brock Holt for taking the time to talk with us on brewers on tap that's gonna do it for us in this week's edition of the podcast we're glad that you were with us and we'll be back with you next week as we get ready for opening day for the mlb season cannot wait until that time be healthy. I'm Lynn Grindle.